Alright, welcome over here to the Untitled Conversation. This is episode one. Alright, bro. I'm, I'm just here to tell you. Did you see online, and maybe you read the same thing I read, but read about two Florida inmates that escaped from prison tunneling out with a fucking toothbrush, bro. And then went seven miles and ate an IHOP. I hope them. I hope them. Pancakes. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. I hope. Excuse me. I, I really do hope them motherfuckers were hungry. Cause I hope they got all you can eat pancakes. Cause damn, that that was a risk. That was a fucking risk. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I can't imagine. It's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking crazy. I can't imagine that clock going off either. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm telling you guys, you gonna hear some crazy shit. The clock just went off. Scared us both. But you know what? It's part of life. We're going to keep fucking going. But speaking on the going to IHOP, do you think they you think they got all you can eat pancakes? Probably. I could see them getting, you know, a few sausages links too. You know, you can't just have pancakes. I mean, you have you, to have some meat. You go to IHOP, you have to take advantage of the all you can eat pancakes. I mean, there was a reason that they tunneled out with a fucking toothbrush they have and good made almonds. their way to the IHOP. They have really good omelets. That big steak omelet, dude, is off the chain. Yeah, I hop not sponsored, but please get in touch. Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. Once I read that, I knew I knew you'd find that interesting, man. Cause how you do it with a toothbrush? That's what I'm saying. Do you just do you just scrub it with the with the bristles, or you you just chip at it with the handle? I mean, to be determined. Right? Nobody knows. Inmates, please reach out. Feel free. I mean, we'll we'll be glad to talk to you. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, you hear shit in the news all the time, but that kind of stuck out. And also, did you hear about that scientist that went to that went into the high school and pretended to be a high school student for what three or four days? Yeah, that's nuts, dude. That's that's kind of damn crazy too. That that that's on the news, fellas. The only on thing the I thought of was, you know, they were they were saying that she was she didn't pose as a threat. You know, she didn't pose as a threat, so. But I don't feel like we truly know what her intentions were. Oh, yeah. You know you, what I mean? She was having conversations with students outside of school. Now, I don't have any kids. But I know that if I did have a kid, I would be very pissed off if he or she was talking to a 29-year-old oh. that was posing as a teenage girl. Oh, oh for sure. And I mean, could that's you, Could you imagine? I mean, this is a, we're talking about a female scientist. Could you imagine if that was a male scientist, how how big that headline would have been? Oh, dude. I mean, dude, there would have been no, oh, he doesn't pose as a threat. It, it would have been crazy. It would have been, it'd have been so much bigger. It would have been bigger than the Trump, Biden, everything. It would have been huge. It, it might, in turn, be bigger than this Murdoch shit we've read about, you know? Because this, mm, I mean, I fellas, I mean, this, this Murdoch crap, I mean, you go on anything, man. It's all there. And we, we've done some... We've done some digging. We've done some digging. And it's it, hard it's, not to. It, it's when you see something like that, especially being from a small town ourselves, and you hear something about a small town just a state away, you know, having to go through this, you wonder how much of this really goes on in other small towns that we never hear about. I mean, bro, think about it. I, I just mean, went to Hampton County before yeah, right. before I watched the Netflix documentary. Literally the weekend before I watched. The documentary. I went to Hampton County, and it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, when when you were there, did you did you? Of course, you didn't know about the Murdoch 
Uh, no, man. I heard a lot of people talking about it. That's what, whenever I saw it on Netflix, that's why I clicked on it. But I did hear a lot of people talking about it, and they were kind of giving their, you know, perspective of it. But, man, like, nobody really knew the facts, I don't feel like. Nobody re- really paid attention. They may have heard somebody say something and then just grab that and run with it, you know. I mean... People who live in Hampton, South Carolina, I mean. I mean, rumors, too. I mean, and yeah, we know in a small town, man. It, it's 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 full of rumors. So they, they, they probably never will know the full full truth. Because, I mean, yeah, it went to trial and everything. But you got to think, man. I mean, That trial was bullshit. It was. I mean, you, looking at the trial, I'm sure you watched it, too, man. I mean, going into the trial, they, 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 they brought up financial crimes. Every piece of evidence the defense threw, the prosecution kind of tried to throw it out, or vice versa. Because, I mean, you have your own pathologists, all gun experts, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's like it didn't matter. When the defense did it, it's like it didn't matter. And then the financial crimes. Financial crimes played a big part in that, that trial. I mean, he was on trial for murder. Yeah. But half the trial was on financial crimes, and they said it was a character witness thing. But that, that, that to me, didn't didn't it don't it don't justify the reasons to me that's not a motive that's not no, a motive that's what why I was he killed say. his wife and child the most important i want to say the most important but one of the most important things in a murder trial is the motive you know what i'm saying and if there's not a good motive then that just means that he wanted to kill his wife and kid for no reason and i don't think he would have done that Oh yeah, and and the mo the motives they had lined up really didn't make sense. I mean, come on, buying time. But if if say he would have bought a time, that don't that don't explain the uh, supposedly attempted suicide he did months later. But just regardless, he's a lawyer. He knows that if you steal eight point four million dollars, it doesn't matter if your wife and kid is just got murdered. Eventually, it's gonna catch up. It's to gonna you. come back. You know, yeah, they're gonna... it, it, it was going to catch up to him regardless. And th- I think he knew that. He, I mean, being a lawyer from South Carolina, being a successful lawyer at that, I mean, nobody, yeah. nobody can doubt that through his years of law, being a lawyer, he was very successful. I mean, in the history of the Murdoch's goes back, goes back generations. Oh, man. I mean, Mur- Alex Murdoch is not the first Murdoch to be questioned like this. Oh, no. That was- <laughs> you know. I mean, back in what was it, the fifties or the eighties? I can't it was remember the fifties exactly. But the fifties, there was a Murdoch. What was it the the original Buster? The original Buster. The original yeah. Buster was uh was uh tried with several other guys. Actually, one of the people that Alex Murdoch actually bought Moselle from. No, that's not true. Not in the fifties. His granddaddy. His granddaddy, yeah. The, the the guy he bought Moselle from, his grandfather and Buster, were in the same kind of ring, and they were all tried. But the only one to walk away scot free was Buster. Kind of suspicious. So I yep. think going into this trial with Alex, he had Alex, to, he had to retire his I mean surrender his position as a solicitor. Okay. But other than that, he didn't go, lose anything. Go to the trial, get off clean, and then he ran for re-election because that was the re-election year. Ran for it, nobody ran against him. Back in office. Yeah, because you got to like think, if, if he goes on trial for this sort of thing, I mean, people are probably thinking, what if it's true? Nobody wanted to run against him because, one, he was a murderer. 
because of the name associated with that, the title. And then you got to think, people were probably scared of the man. It's a small town, so you got people oh, with power yeah. like that. They're, they're all over. But you got to think of the charges that were against this man. Uh, there was drug smuggling. There, and what was it, like moonshine, bootlegging? Bootlegging, yeah. So I mean, he, he was a bootleg. Yeah, we think not today's now in time, day in time. It's, it's not really that big of a deal, right? But back then, they were serious about that, but he oh, got yeah. off absolutely scot-free. And I think going into this trial, that's what Alex thought he was going to get. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to get off scot-free, no charges. Yeah. And may, maybe if he'd have picked, maybe if the prosecution didn't bring up the financial crimes, maybe he would have walked. Awesome. Because the evidence there, to me, was not there. I'm no lawyer, but to me, the evidence was not there to convict no. that man of murdering his wife and child. Not at all. My personal opinion is he watched them die, but he, he was there. But I don't think he killed them. And there's a lot. There's a lot of conspiracy theories associated with that, but I do not think he killed. He killed his wife and child. I think he was involved in drug smuggling. Because before, before the guy that he actually bought Moselle from was a known drug smuggler. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. that being said, he had an airplane, and there, there's talks of in 2018 that there was a plane seen landing on the Moselle landing strip. There was an airplane hangar right where uh, Maggie died, and right near Paul. So, I mean, the plane wasn't there, but who knows? How many times has it landed bringing drugs into Moselle? Mm-hmm. How many times did he bring Alex's pills? How many times? That just kind of led to it. And what, what, if, what if Alex just owed a bunch of money to these drug smugglers, couldn't pay his bills, or he was using the product? This is what I honestly believe. I believe, I, I don't know if it was, if, I don't know if, he was smuggling drugs involved in that, or if he was involved in laundering money, he was involved in it somehow. But, uh, I mean, him and that guy went into business with each other in 1998. Uh, what was his name? Book, is it Booker T? Barrett T. Bowler. He, him and Alex, under like the Murdaugh Holding Company or some, something like that, they bought a bunch of beachfront properties. A bunch. And that, that, that to me, it, with, it, with this case, it goes way back. And I think you were telling me yesterday that there's like six, seven murders tied to this family. Yeah, maybe not beachfront. I shouldn't say that. It's... Would you call that? It's more on like the, like, off the beaten path, you know. More, more. Just, think of it like a, as a private island or something. Basically, it's, it's basically they're that's bound what it up was. Private islands. Um, but really, it, it all goes back. This family has history with drug smuggling, bootlegging. I mean, so th- this this family being being associated with all that stuff to me. He had to have, in my opinion, he had to have owed somebody money, done oh. something wrong to somebody, and that, that's always no, what well, I think. Why? Well, what I think is, you know, you see Paul, and Paul's literally, I mean, it's just the family got so much attention on them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the Stephen Smith murder. It's the Gloria Satterfield. It's the 
Maggie, Paul, Alex trying to kill himself. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of thing, a lot of murders, a lot of just bad energy, basically. You yes, know, tied to, to this, that family. To this family. So and speaking speaking of the bad energy, I know. I just think. Hold on. I just think. I think that whoever Alex was involved with. Got suspicious of them, you know what I'm saying? They were nervous that, hey, you know, Paul, Paul's about to go to trial. And there's no evidence saying that he's not the guy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yep. he was driving that boat. You know, there's no way that he was going to get off on that. I don't think, you know, eventually. So, you know... I, when you have a kid that's facing that many years, you know, and he probably has knowledge that he can trade for time. Oh, yeah. For you sure. know, I don't know how much he knew. Maggie also, you know, hey, maybe they might talk. You know, Alex is about to go stand trial for the financial crimes. You know what I'm saying? So he's about to do 20 years or so, you know. But. They also couldn't kill all of his children and his wife. They had to kill his wife and one kid, leave him one kid as collateral. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you kill both of his kids and his wife, then the man ain't got nothing to live for, so he's going to be like, fuck it. You know, but we'll, we'll let you have one kid. But, you know, if you fuck with us, if you go in here and you snitch or this and that if you talk buster will die oh yeah it's, it's like a they use busters like a security measure yeah like to make sure that alex didn't talk and you know ultimately ultimately in the trial if you watch the trial it worked oh yeah i mean it worked he he he, he denied involvement but he never said that all, all the leads he said was tied to paul that paul had threats coming from the boat accident which no doubt, no doubt, he probably did. I'm not saying I'm not saying Paul did, but oh, do you really think he definitely that did. they they would have somebody involved in that boat accident, the families or whatever, would have went against a Murdoch and actually murdered a Murdoch, knowing the reputation? So it had to have been bigger than Hampton County. Absolutely. It had it had to have been bigger. So I, I think going into that, and speaking of the the intimidation factor and all that against the Murdochs, I mean, think about the trial. They had 12 jurors or however many jurors they had were from Hampton County. They knew the reputation of Alex Murdoch. They knew if they crossed him what the consequences were going to be. So how, how was that a fair trial? With, with the jurors being from that county and knowing the past of the family, to me, that just tells me that the jurors were going to either find... I mean, they found him guilty. That, that was amazing to me. They found him guilty and talking... The interviews they had with one of the jurors, the main thing was that kennel video. How he lied about being there. Had he not lied and said he was there, the trial could have been completely different. I think he was definitely there. I think he had to watch. I mean, it, it had to have been a, a fucking horrific scene, dude. I mean, Paul getting his brains blown out you know and then maggie running around the corner screaming looking for a kid or whatnot and then you know she got shot five times oh yeah and, one, and two of them shots were pretty much execution execution shots. style and the last shot was she was already dead 
Yeah, shot her right in the head. Shot her in the back of the head or on the top of the head. So, but but even the way that in in the trial, how they said that that Alex did it, just blows my mind. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I get that he's. I get that he's a lawyer, you know what I'm saying, and and he knows that you have to create confusion. But the fact that he used two guns, I mean, I just, yeah, that, I don't that was... see that. And then the way that they said that it happened, so supposedly there was a chicken that one of the dogs caught. And I still ain't figured out because one of the pictures I saw, maybe you didn't see the same picture, one of the pictures I saw when they toured the Moselle property was a, uh, a stuffed chicken, like a, a dog play toy. Mm. When I first read this and heard about this, I was under the impression it was a fucking live chicken. Yeah. You know that makes no that makes no difference. Interesting fact there. I just found that like a little bit interesting, and you know. Yeah, but they said that supposedly, supposedly there was a rag or something involved, where. Alex gives Maggie a rag to go put up or something like that. So she walks, you know, around the other building or whatnot. And then Paul's in the feeding room. So Alex goes behind the feeding room where he has staged these two guns. He takes the shot. He takes both guns, moves, moves around to the front, lays down the AR, then he goes and he he puts the barrel right in the doorway and shoots Paul in the shoulder. He thinks Paul's done. So he goes outside, he puts he's putting down the shotgun. As he's putting down the shotgun, Paul walks out the door, you know, stumbling. He angles the shotgun up while he's laying it down, he angles it up and shoots. Now I mean you gotta be, be a pretty damn good shot to get that off. You know what I'm saying? That and you gotta have the way he did it. I mean, he but this last shot just blew his brains right out. Oh, you got you definitely gotta have some some strength because you're talking about a what was it a 12 gauge shotgun? Yeah. Them thing them things typically kick, and you know with with that like speaking of the shotgun situation during the trial when the defense brought up that uh that gun expert. You know, when you shoot somebody from how close of a range it had to have been, you're going to have blood spatter and everything on you, mm-hmm. and you're going to feel something from that. You're not just going to be able to drop the gun, pick up another gun, and go right right like you go into battle and just shoot another guy or shoot Maggie. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think that's how it went. I mean, I think there was definitely – there had to have been – I'm, I'm, I'm in the conclusion of there had to have been two shooters because yeah, be, being that Paul got killed the way he did, there would have been blood spatter. There was brain matter everywhere. So Alex would have felt some of that back on him. And being from close range, not all them pellets embedded in something. So maybe some of them backed off on him and maybe they didn't in- enter his skin. Maybe they hit him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then the fact that, you know, he has so much time to go shower and all this, supposed to go to his mom's and all that stuff. And the guns were never found. Mm-hmm. So if all, if Alex had time to do all that, why have they? why didn't they find the guns? Why don't they know what happened? Truly, that that just don't make any sense. And with with Paul was the biggest factor. Yeah. In into that case to me that really stuck out when it came to the shootings because I I'm just it's hard to believe 
that Alex would have blown his own son's brains out. I mean, that that's just... Yeah, and they tried to give the argument where, you know, because I guess in one interview after the murder where he's sitting in the, the vehicle with the police officers, he's kind of being derogatory towards Paul, kind of saying how he's a fuck up and this and that, you know. But that doesn't mean he killed him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how many, how many parents out there have a kid that hasn't really done much good? You yeah, know, and just kind of Paul, Paul, all of his friends, most of the things they said, his friends said, some of them were negative. But he also said some good things about Paul if you listen to it closely. I mean, Paul wasn't always this 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 terrible guy. I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think Paul was this terrible guy. The more I read about it, and the more I kind of divulge and kind of get to know Paul through this vicariously, really, through reading these articles and stuff, I don't think Paul was all that bad of a guy. He he, he knew that he had some pool and some pool in the town. That's ultimately why he did the things he did. Oh man, it, it I wasn't mean... really. Because he thought he was just the ultimate badass. It was because his family's reputation, he knew he could get away with some things. Oh, yeah. And to him, that might have been fun. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's a different guy. Dude, you got to put yourself in Paul's shoes. Exactly. If, if, if you grew up in that family, and you knew that you could do whatever the hell you wanted, and nothing's going to happen. Nobody, I mean, nobody can say they wouldn't do that. No. Now, look. This is the thing. I don't think that Paul went out that day. And was like, you know what? We're gonna go out to this oyster roast, and I'm gonna drive back and go to a bar. Then I'm gonna fucking crash into the bridge. You know what I'm saying? I think it was a mistake. You know, obviously it was. He, he I'm, and they said he felt bad about it. Oh yeah, I mean, they say he, he definitely felt bad, felt bad about it. And also, I gotta say, me honestly, I might be, my opinion might differ from yours. But if my son called me and said, you know, hey, I've been drinking, we got in a wreck, and the kid's missing. When I show up to that hospital room, and I know that, hey, you know, my son, that's, what was that called? I mean, it's manslaughter, but. It's pretty much was involuntary manslaughter. Involuntary manslaughter, you know, so. I mean, that's, I don't know how many years that is, but it's, it's quite a bit of time that, you know, your son's given up. And I would probably do exactly what Alex did. Now, I, now I would have went about it a little bit different. You know, I wouldn't have been trying to blame somebody else and say that, you know, oh, it was Connor, it was Connor, like he was. You know, yeah, but, I don't, I don't, I think but I trying was... to go to bat for your kid and trying to make sure that he doesn't have to do time, I don't see anything wrong with that. No, not at all. And I, I, I agree with you on that point. I don't think I would have been going into everybody's rooms and trying I to do have. quite that much. I think I would have stayed with my son and make sure when the cops came in to question him, I was there. Because, you know, you want him to, even if, say he is guilty, say you know for a fact your son's guilty. You still, you still want to give your son a fighting chance. You still yeah. want to give him the opportunity not to come off scot free, but maybe get less years. Maybe get, maybe get an easier ride. Because I mean, ultimately, that was Alex's son, his own blood. Look, but this, this is what I'm saying though. You have to, when you put your own, when you put yourself in other people's shoes, 
You see their perspective. Wait. I see Alex's perspective. You see it okay. from a different light. Now, Mallory Beach, her parents, I'd be fucking livid. I'd be trying to make sure that they, that they're, that Paul is buried under the fucking jail. Oh, yeah. You so, know what I'm saying? It's just your role. Oh, yeah. So, with, with all this, whether he was Mallory Beach or Alex or Alex's family or Paul's family or Mallory Beach's family, you, you've got to put yourself in all this kind of shoes. Even Connor. Con, Connor was kind of maybe going to face some charges because he was supposedly, there was some thoughts there that he was driving the boat. Mm-hmm. So, you got to put yourself in every family situation and kind of be able to understand. That's part of That's part of this. Like we call ourselves, like many, many crime investigators, man. I mean, you you got to be able to be a, have an open mind to everything. Because if you don't, if you like one sided and totally agree with Alex, you're never going to see the full picture. You've got to well, be able to see all of it. You got to be able to comprehend all of it and kind of kind of put yourself in everybody's shoes. And putting yourself in Alex's shoes, you kind of understand <clears throat> why that boat wreck went the way it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Paul never faced time. You know, there was a lot of talks about his. Uh, mug shot being taken in the courthouse. So what? I mean, he was a big financial. His family had financial power. His family had po- power. I mean, I mean, of course they're gonna try to keep that kid safe. But I mean, that you know, just, just me, in my own shoes, that pisses me off. That does piss me off. I mean, you feel like you're you, you know, you feel like you're above the law. Oh yeah, and no, I, you know I, I what do I'm saying. Think... I mean, I I get that. One hundred percent. I mean, that that would drive me up the wall. You know that. You know, if anybody else gets in a wreck, get gets in a boat wreck, and they've been drinking. You know, what I'm saying they would be fucking arrested. You know, they would, they'd be in the jail until their trial. Hey, you know, there'd, what be no, there'd be no doubt about it. Even if they they'd be a suspect, none the least. But that 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 whole case right there is kind of confusing too. I mean, yes, Mallory Beach was found dead. There was really nothing. No matter who, you got to put put it this way. No matter who was driving that boat, you crashed into that dock or that bridge or whatever they crashed into. the The facts are not going to change that Mallory Beach probably would still be dead. Mm-hmm. It was an accident, is what it was. Yes, the circumstances around the accident, Paul drinking, they all were drinking. Yeah, they were all drinking. So being that they were all drinking. No matter who was driving the boat, whether they were a little more sober than the next person, it doesn't matter. You were still, they were underage drinking. Well, not only that, I'm sure that these people have all hung out with Paul before. And they knew if Paul was driving, you know, Paul was was going to be drinking too. Oh, yeah, it wasn't, you know it wasn't like it was, it it's, wasn't like they were hanging is, out with a new buddy. I mean, they, they knew Paul. Yeah, you, you know what you're getting yourself into and what kind of risk that you're taking. For sure. Oh yeah, I mean, now I'm not putting any blame on nobody. That's, that's it, what happened was horrible, you know. But I mean, you got to kind of—it's not Paul's fault entirely. No, I you mean, know, I mean, because <clears throat> I, I I look at it a different light now than when I first did. You know, like a lot of people, when you first read about that, you think, "Oh, Paul's a piece of shit." More, more you get to reading about it, and the more you get to see the details about it. it when you look at everybody's position and all the other guys and, and girls that were on that boat, if anybody was driving, the circumstance would have been the same. And, you know, I think ultimately it was just a it, it was a tragic accident. I mean, you hate that it happened, but you cannot blame it solely on Paul. 
Because it could have been anybody driving that boat. Anybody could have been put in that position. Well, they said that Paul, you know, Paul would walk away. And whenever Paul would walk away, Connor would grab the, you know, the wheel. You know, but what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter who was driving the boat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what happened was horrific. It was a horrible accident. You know, but I just, I don't know. I I don't, that's the one case where I kind of, I kind of side with, you know, I don't know, we can edit that part out. I don't really like that. I don't think I should say that. Edit that part out. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know, I just kind of feel like Paul, you know, every, everybody has, you know, especially when they're young, they've made mistakes, you know what I'm saying? But they have time where they can redeem themselves. You know, Paul didn't have that chance to redeem himself. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, some people, when they're younger, they are shitheads. They are horrible people. You know what I'm saying? But people change over time. And then when they get older, they might be the best person you've ever met. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the thing. But, <clears throat> Paul never had the opportunity to grow up because of uh, ultimately what transpired in uh, June of uh, 2021. 2019, 2021, whenever he was killed. So he never got the chance to prove to people who he could be, who he really was. And, you know, it's just, it's a tragic thing. I mean, I, ha I hate it for the whole family. You know, you got to feel some remorse for Alex, too, because he did lose his son and his wife. But, I mean, the circumstances surrounding the murders and being that there's so much tied up with the Murdoch's, it's kind of hard to balance and kind of get an understanding of what really transpired and what really went down. I mean, you, you go back to 2015 with the with the Stephen Smith case. I mean, that that's what kind of got... It's in more of the recent news that it got reopened and everything, so you've you got to think about that one also, how now, you know, Buster's facing some stuff, young Buster's facing some stuff where, you know... Of course, he denies it all, but did he really have involvement? That That's another thing. But, but it's... The Murdoch's have never really... To me, with these cases still ongoing, because I, I, I have a great feeling that even though the Gloria Satterfield case was ruled accident, what if that gets reopened, you know? I mean, being that the Stephen Smith case was reopened, and a lot of people are talking about Buster and the Murdoch's in general, the Murdoch's are still in the spotlight. In a... In a in a lot of ways, that may be what that Murdoch family wants. So, a lot, a lot of powerful people in small towns, they thrive for power and attention. So, I mean, being that Buster is in this, in this case with Stephen Smith, do I think he had involvement? I think they might have been friends. They might have been, you know, it was rumored that Stephen was, you Buster know, sucked his dick. I mean, it, Buster might have. Who knows? Stephen might have sucked his dick. I mean, you, ha you, hate to, you hate to see it about that, but hey, when, when you look at the Stephen Smith case, he was a young gay male yeah. in the South at that. So he already, he already faced some horrific consequences anyway for being that type of person. Oh, yeah. He was going to be a nursing student. Who, who knows, he could have grew up to be the best nurse in the world. But he never got that opportunity because he was murdered. 
to be ruled a hit and run, that was ridiculous. The evidence yeah, did yeah, not the evidence did nice. not agree with that whatsoever. And and going into that case, I mean, his family fought like hell. And like like we said, we talk about all the time, his mother, like you said, he's a she's a badass. She fought like hell and ultimately that's why the trial was reopened. Oh yeah. It, oh, it'd still be a hit and run if it wasn't for her. One hundred percent. Most definitely. And and that, that kind of being that it's in the news today, I mean, you can scroll on Fox News, CNN, anything you want. It's there. The Stephen Smith case is there. It's been reopened. They're investigating. You know, and they have no real suspects, but everybody's pointing to everybody's pointing to Buster. I mean, the, one of the weirdest things that I heard about that, okay, is his dad, Stephen Smith's dad, the second phone call that he got once he found out that his son was found dead in the middle of the road was from Randy Murdoch, who was a lawyer at a personal injury law firm, saying that he will represent him for free in a murder trial. That doesn't make any sense. That that makes like you said, absolutely no sense to me. It it kind of, to me, it kind of implicates some of the Murdoch's involvement in that. Not not saying that the Murdoch's ultimately killed him or whatever they did, but it, it raises some concerns. I, I think Sled and Sacramento Highway Patrol ought to be looking into some of them things because people all over town have mentioned stuff about the Murdoch. I mean, the fact that that was it the corner that ruled it a damn hit and run and would not change her mind. It, it they would was, give her new the, evidence or whatever. They She would not change her mind oh, that yeah, the, it was a hit and run. The, the, the pathology, it was the pathology. Was the coroner said when he, when he was on scene, he, he said, no, it's not. It's not a hit and run. He knew before really diving down and investigating the body. The autopsy had not been performed yet. But when it was, the pathologist said that because you couldn't find any bullet bullet fragments or any other evidence, trace evidence, her theor- she could only theorize that it was a hit and run. But if you listen to the evidence by the South Carolina Highway Patrol, Sled, the coroner, the cops that arrived on scene, he had loosely fitting shoes, there was no way. Still on his feet. I mean, what? There was no way that that was a, that, that was a hit and run. No way. If you get hit by a car, I don't care if they're going 15 miles an hour, if you're wearing just about damn slides on your feet because your shoes are loose, they're going to fly off. You're going to fly more than five feet, and you're going to have a little bit more fucking... Because most of the time... I mean, you're going to have some 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 burns and, you know... Oh, some yeah, and, and unless you're and bent over, it's not going to collide directly with your fucking head mm. and the front of your head at that, because the way he was laying, he was laying on his fucking back. Yeah. So how in the hell did that frontal head trauma happen? I mean, he had a seven-inch gash on his head. So how, 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 does, that, how does that happen being hit by a car? Ridiculous, and yeah. it, it, there's no there's no cars. Well, there's you no also car have to think that you know I don't want to think this way, but growing up in the South, knowing the way gay people are treated here, I mean, you have to think, you know, if this was if this wasn't a gay guy, I feel like they would have dug a little bit more. Oh yeah, for sure. Being who he was, and his family was kind of a low profile family. They wasn't like. They wouldn't like the Murdochs. 
No, I mean, so they didn't get the attention no it, it one, deserved. No one in this area is like the Murdoch's. Yep. I mean, in this area, in, in Hampton County, you got like a Family Dollar, a Dollar Tree, a gas station, and then the Murdoch Law Firm. Hey, so, so the Murdoch's run this little town. The the median income is like thirty two thousand. You know what I'm saying? And we, I mean, we don't know how much Murdoch's salary or how much money he makes, but we know that he stole at least eight point four million. You know, yeah, so, so, he, he, he was he was balling until he got caught. That's just the truth. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, he but was, it's just it's so that that's just the way he stole money. I mean, he stole money from from a te- a black teenage male who's a paraplegic now. He stole all of his money from his settlement. Gloria Satterfield, who literally worked for him for 20 plus years, raised his children, okay, went went up to her ch- child, her kid, at her funeral, and said, I hate that this happened on my property. I'm, I'm going to make this right. Okay, I'm going to put you with this guy, and y'all are going to sue my insurance company, right? This guy that he put him with, he, I don't know if the kid knew or not, but this is Alex Murdahl's, one of his best friends, his former college roommate, hooked him up with him, and then once it got time to settle, Alex talked to him about signing over, you know, full control over the negotiation or whatever to this lawyer and then Alex took the money. Yeah. And that, that, that it, it was like of... it was it was like uh it was what, four point three million? I think he got a check for three point eight million and then he got a check for like five hundred thousand. So I mean it just took it. Yep and then, I mean he could have he probably could have just told that kid, hey you know, I got you a million dollars. And that kid would have been ecstatic. Oh, yeah. and they, You know they what I'm saying? Up. Just give him a million dollars and he could have kept 3.3. Yep. But he was so greedy that he had to take it all. Yeah, and that, that to me, that to me was a, a, the craziness of that case. That, ma- that makes you wonder, also about Gloria Satterfield, was it truly an accident? I mean, nobody really... Unless that case gets reopened, we'll never know any more information on that. But to me, it's kind of suspicious that well, to be honest, Hyde went you, in there. You know, I kind of, I kind of said no, no, no. Whenever you were saying that Maggie and Paul were killed by some because he owed money, I thought possibly it's just because you know they knew too much information and they're about to be going to court and this and that, and maybe somebody might talk the guys that he was involved with. The drug smuggling got scared, so they took care of business. But with what you just told me, it kind of makes sense because nobody knows where this money is gone. All of this money that 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 he the one he makes as a fucking lawyer, and also the money that he's stolen, you know, and also if he is drug smuggling. I mean, he's making money from that, and nobody knows where the money is, you know. So possibly he was stealing all this money, 
because he was in over his head in debt to some bad guys, and that's why he was stealing that money. You know, I mean, I don't understand why you would steal money. I don't, I don't understand how you would be involved in drug smuggling. First of all, everyone knows in the drug business, there's a lot of money involved in drug business. You know, and it seems like he was high up there, <laughs> you know. I mean, by the way, all those properties that he bought with that Buller guy, never sold them. I mean, if you're if you go into business with somebody, you're buying property and stuff. I mean, since 1998, there's been some real estate booms in that area. Why would you not sell for a profit? I mean, that's literally the definition of a business is to make money. They're mm-hmm. just buying it and holding it. You know, so, I mean, I just don't understand how he didn't have money, why he needed to steal money from his clients and bring more. I mean, before the murders, I mean, he was, I mean, if if the murders didn't happen and he didn't steal money, Alex Murdoch would be good. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I think he was stealing money because he he was in debt to somebody. I think I don't I don't know how. I don't know the story. But it's just it's way deeper than people really want to think about. And I I think if they just found Alex Murdoch guilty, I think everybody would be happy with that. So that's what they did. Yep. You know, they didn't they don't know how to go about finding who actually did it so they were like you know what alex murdoch represents everything that people think is wrong with this country white straight male powerful using his power you know thinking he's above the law and this and that you know just and he is guilty on the financial crimes 100 percent. i just don't think that he killed maggie and paul yeah i like you said he's 100 percent guilty on the financial parts but, but why? That, if you if that, you're involved the, in drug smuggling, and, and and you're a lawyer, you know you make good money already. Why? Why would you start bringing? I mean, you know that people are gonna find out about the financial stuff. I mean, there's always, uh, you know, a paper trail. Always. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, why would and, you do that? Why would you risk it? Maybe maybe he maybe he got so much involved in that drug smuggling ring that he couldn't. Maybe he was trying to buy his way out. I mean that, that that's, that's that's what I've thought about too. Maybe he was trying to buy his way out of the drug smuggling ring, but never could because he couldn't come up with enough money because he because he either owed or he had an opioid addiction. That's no news. Well, that, that's that another plus thing. Years. That's another thing that I think is weird. Okay. You cannot be a pillhead for 20 years as a very successful lawyer. That's impossible. Isn't it, seriously? I think that's just that that I'm not saying he didn't do it for a few years or whatnot, but there's no way that he was a full-blown pillhead for 20 years. And still in the position that he was in. I mean, not not taking what they said, thirty forty pills a day. I mean, yeah, Alex admitted it, but maybe maybe he, while he was being a lawyer and stuff, and maybe while he was so successful, he wasn't doing the pills, or maybe he wasn't taking as many. But doing for twenty plus years, I'm like you. There's no way you become that successful of a lawyer, taking taking pills and doing yeah. drugs 
I You'd mean, but, be a fucking zombie, dude. But I, I, I think now, because even listen to him in the trial, he knew what the fuck he was talking about. He, he still knows the law. Oh, they say he's very crafty. And he, he, he the trial kind of proved that. But he, even, even with the trial, even with everything going on, I ultimately think that it was. Now, now that I've brought up the topic of him kind of buying his way out of the drug smuggling business, because he was, he knew that it would catch up to him eventually. Mm. Like it did Barrett Boyer and uh, his grandfather at the time doing the bootlegging. Yeah. He knew it would catch up to him. And he knew he didn't have, maybe he knew he didn't have enough resources to get himself out of that situation because there's so much evidence piled up against him that there would be piled up against him if he would have went to trial for the drug smuggling. So maybe he was trying to buy his way out. And during that process, he made some deals. And they didn't go as planned. And he was trying and trying and trying and never could. And these people that he was drug smuggling for or helping out or whatever he was doing caught wind of something and caught wind. And then when them financial crimes came out, that's when it hit the fan. And I think they got word of that and ultimately made a security plan for themselves and said, hey, I'm going to kill Maggie, I'm going to kill Paul or Buster because they didn't know who was going to be there that night. Maybe they already had it pre-planned. But what if Buster was there? I mean, they're going to kill Maggie and one of his sons and leave one son for collateral damage. Bingo. Bingo. I mean, that makes sense, dude. That makes sense. That's a lot better. That's a lot better of a fucking motive than Alex was buying time. Yeah, cause if, I if, mean, come on, To me, to me if, if, if you're buying time, he's, he's like you said earlier, he's a lawyer. So he knew that it may only buy him three or four months because eventually he's going to be indicted on them financial crimes. So saying that saying that the financial stuff was a motive for him to kill his wife and child, be realistic. Yeah. I mean, that, be realistic. That is a, hey, oh, I'm facing, I don't know how many years you would face for stealing that kind of money, you know, but hey, let's tag on another lifetime to that. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is... That's stupid. Two lifetimes. Shit, he's doing serving two life sentences, ain't he? Something like that. I, I mean, believe he's something like on. that is. I mean, and that that that's the fact of the case. I mean, if you if you truly are involved in if if, if you truly dive down deeper and look at this case, I mean, it opens up a lot of avenues of different sort of theories of what went on. I mean, no, I mean this is these are our opinions on it, but they're based on. To me, they're based on the evidence that we've seen. Yeah. So by all means, I if, think if, I think they want it to be Alex so bad they because do they know if the, if it's Alex, people will accept that. And then pe- people in the town, being Alex, don't run that town no more. They may feel a little more safe because if they get into trouble involving, if they knew if they got into trouble involving somebody else that the Murdochs had ties with, they were going down. The Murdochs and who they were tied with. The people of power, their friends, were never going to face consequences that they would have. So they, they're happy to get this man out of their town and into a prison cell. Mm. I mean, the, the, look, look, how, look how they kind of, look how the whole city has treated, and the whole county has treated the Bernals since that trial happened. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like they wanted, they wanted him to be found guilty. So it'll be done and over with, and the Murdoch's didn't rule Hampton County, South Carolina. Bingo. I mean, you got to understand that this family is, they held their reign over this this county for 100 years. Exactly. You know, I and mean. To me, to me that, that, that speaks volumes there. You got a family that's been in power for so many years, 
And these people that are living in this county are so, so scared of these people that they, they're, maybe they're afraid to do certain things, go out and do certain things because of who, the, who this family is. And he, he, even at that, being that he's out of the city, somebody else will take power. It's, 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 a, it's just a domino effect. The Murals are not going to be the only people to ever rule Mur- I mean, Hampton County, South Carolina. Look at other small towns. It happens. Generations will come. And generations, there will be another rich man in power that may be a lawyer, he may be a CEO, or whoever he is, has, has control, mm-hmm. has power. It's just how it happens in a small town. It's power control. That's, that's, that's what small towns are made of, power. Power yeah. and money control. You can, if you have money and power in a small town, it goes tremendously. It'll go a tremendously long way. and You, you, will, you will never face consequences unless something like this happens. And the people surrounding that county can make it all heard and all known that the Murdochs are just such bad people, and they had so powerful a long time, and all this, all the financial crime and the murders came up, and then the demise of that powerful family starts to happen. I mean, it's, it's a domino effect. Once he got indicted on them, once he was going to get indicted on them financial crimes, and then the murders happened. I think right then and there, people knew or had in their mind, they already had an inclination, already wanted to believe that Alex killed him. They didn't give mm-hmm. other avenues of anything. I mean, listen to the prosecution. They weren't open to any avenues of anything. Because I mean, they already knew, had made up in their mind, that Alex was guilty. Yeah, it's... Not, not saying Alex wasn't guilty of I anything. think they need to take a step back. I think they have. they need to take a step back from it. Maybe get some new people in there, some new eyes, you know, because I just think, I think they're copping out. I think they're taking the easy way, and yeah, they're not it, really going to find out what truly happened. No, they, they, they you know, I, I've heard that the the Murdoch's lawyers are going to file for an appeal, well, and they, 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 either they have or they haven't. I have, I have not read recently where they fully signed an appeal, but if they file an appeal and it goes back to court, they're going to have a jury from Hatton County, South Carolina, and ultimately it's going to reach the same verdict. I mean, let's jump into the Gloria Satterfield, though. You know, they they say that possibly they got an argument, her and Maggie got an argument over her finding pills. Now, she's already found pills People in that area knew that Alex was using. That was already a rumor going around. People knew. You know, so I don't think that Maggie would have killed Gloria Satterfield over that. No, I, you know, but, I agree But also you. just the fact that if you were going to kill somebody, okay, if you really were, if you, you were like, I'm going to kill somebody. You're not going to shove them down a few brick stairs, okay, and hope to God that she dies from that. No, you're you're gonna, you know you're going to do something more. And I heard that she permanent. fell again, but I mean, I I think if if she was murdered, it was finished in in the hospital somehow. Somebody did something in the hospital. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause they because knew. I mean, she was in. She was. She was non-responsive. Yeah, she, and she, she was in there for 
about a month. So, so that being said, I mean, you you've got to think how 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 far this thing dives down and goes deeper, because that's two murders, two. Gloria Satterfield and Stephen Smith involved with this family, whether whether they were really involved, but their names. I feel so have, I feel so up. bad for for Stephen Smith's father. I mean, Stephen Smith's father a few years, I mean a few months after Stephen Smith uh, was murdered, he was murdered. Uh, he he passed away from a heart attack. A lot of people say it was from heartbreak. And you know you really can't grieve yourself to death. Oh, yeah, uh, that is the thing. Because he he was wait he was waiting for answers that never got. This family got three death certificates, each saying three different things. Yeah, but also, man, you just gotta think, put yourself in his shoes, knowing that you're the guardian. You're the guardian. Not only that, you're the man of the house. You're the man. You know, and you know you don't. You don't know who viciously, viciously, it was vicious, killed your son, viciously killed your son, you know, and you don't know who it was and who you think it possibly could have been is so powerful. You know that, you know, it's it's probably just going to be swept under the rug. It's probably just, you know, you're never going to, you know, see justice really. Oh yeah, you for know sure. so that that even has even more of just that's 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 just a different level of grieving to me. Not only did you know if your son would have died in a car accident, that would have been one thing. Your son was murdered, and they label it as a hit and run, and they're not changing their mind, and they're not digging anymore, and. All the rumors that you hear around town. And he even said that he he wrote a letter or something saying that he knew for a fact that Stephen and Buster were involved with each other some somewhat. Oh, yeah. You know, I, so, I think, you know, I think they had to have been involved, not necessarily in a sexual fashion. No. But maybe Stephen was just a, just a buddy. Because you, know, you know good do, well that... When you're in a small town and you go to go to high school with a very limited number of people, and you're come from a powerful family, you gain popularity. Oh, yeah. And when you gain popularity, if you're seen socializing with a guy that turns out to be turns out to be gay, oh man! And then on top of that, turns out to be of the lower lower level in school, not as popular, has friends that the popular kids really don't. We don't care too much about. It actually kind of sounded like he was Stephen Smith was popular. People liked him. They say he was a good guy. They really do. But like you say, growing up in the South, man, you know that he, you know that if you were caught talking to a gay dude, that your buddies are gonna say something to you. Oh yeah, and that that, you know? that would that's gonna lead the guy who's say Buster. That's gonna lead him to think maybe, maybe I. It's going to say, whose friends do I really want to be with? Now, it's not right. I mean... That shouldn't be the case, but no, it, that's we're not. We're not is. saying by any means that that gay people should be targeted. No, I don't necessarily agree with with the whole concept of being gay and everything, but that's their choice. Yeah. Who, who, are, who are we to judge? You can do whatever you Man, want, woman, as long as you're not hurting all, nobody. 
all the LGBTQ. I, I, ha, I have some, they, they have a lot of strength than people do. You've got to think about it. Because in this world today, it's a cruel, cruel world all over the place. You have certain cities and certain areas that are more open to it. And I, and I think as, as time goes on and generations grow up, we will become more open to it. And maybe they will live a better life. Just look at African Americans back in the 30s and 40s in World War II. That means they were mistreated. So you've got, you've got to think about all history. You've got to think about history. History, I mean, you cannot change what happened in the past, but you can try your best to help the future. I mean, you're not going to change what happened, but by all means, you can help change the future. You can help and be a part of the change. And I think, you know, growing, like you said, growing up in the South, being a gay male and all that stuff, it, it, it's hard on him. It was very, he, he probably lived a very hard life, got bullied a lot. And, you know, that's ultimately why I think if Buster was involved, he kind of backed away from the situation because he knew that, you know, with his popularity and his power, that he had to be associated with popular kids because it wasn't going to be seen any different. He could have changed. He could have said, well, Steve is my friend. I'm going to stick by him. But that, that didn't occur. That didn't go on. So it kind, of, it kind of speaks volumes of who 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 the people in these small towns really are, because it happens in our small town. You know, but they it happens everywhere. They even issued a rape kit for Stephen Smith. Yep. You know they don't they don't they don't do that unless there is a good sign that there was a rape. You know, so that that raises another eyebrow for me, like. This was in in and a gun residue kit, and neither one has come back with the result. We have no idea what the result was on either one of those. You know, and that that's just that's messed up, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a mother out there. And a, and a father who is now passed away. But there's still a mother out there that doesn't have any answers. She has no answers about what happened to her son. Who who her life probably revolved around. Yep. She has she has no idea, no answers. And it's, it, it, ugh. it does piss me off that people... That people would do something like that. Oh yeah, and it, the whole the whole. <clears throat> I said earlier, you know, being that there, that's why this 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 case, the Murdoch trials, the Murdoch family in general holds so much. I'm gonna say popularity because that's what it, that's what it's gained. And, you know, the more the more we divulge and kind of get to going, looking at the evidence, looking at all the history of the Murdoch family. You know, we see how some of these other six, seven murders were could be tied to this family. And that that's kind of what we're trying to bring light on. You know what I'm saying? We're trying we're trying to bring bring all this to light. By by no means are we saying that this is a hundred percent factual. But if you look back and you, by all means, we encourage people to, I'm going to use this term, fact checkers. Do it. 
Because if, if, you, if, you, if you look back at the histories of this family, of the Stephen Smith family, of the Murdoch family, of the Gloria Satterfield's case, if you look, you will see some inconsistencies that brings a lot of questions. And that, to me, is why that this situation is so, so important and so interesting to get out there. Because people are, people are first to judge and base their opinions on a first statement. If you read the headline, Alex Murdoch murders his wife and kids. My wife and kids. If you're not from that area, if you have no idea, you haven't even read the article, you're going to go around and you're going to start saying, Alex Murdoch, Alex Murdoch killed his wife and kids. Yeah. He's guilty. He's guilty. But you haven't read the facts. I, I don't feel like they should even be able to put out a headline like that. Yeah, because they, they don't even, they don't even, they don't even know. You have no idea. They, they, they don't even know. But go, going from that, I mean, I'm going to go into a little bit here. And, you know, with, with, the, with the whole Murdoch case, and there's plenty of cases out there that we will definitely touch because th- this is so, so interesting to be, to be able to read this stuff and speak light on it and give our personal opinions on it because that, that's basically what this podcast is all about. Am I right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to try to fill your minds and f- fill things with facts. But ultimately, we're, we're trying to, we're two guys, the other guy, that's me, and me over there. I mean, two guys. Two random guys from Georgia. I mean, nobody in our town is doing a podcast. Nobody around us is really doing this type of podcast. Where you just come out and speak the truth. I mean, there's podcasts out there, yes. But from our area, this is new. This is, this is new. And I think it's going to bring a lot of light on unspoken, unspoken justice that needs to be, needs to be out there. And you know, we, we hit on a lot of different things. This ain't just a one-stop shop for the Murdoch crime. We're we're just starting. We're just we're just getting into the meat of everything. We're just this might possibly just, be the first episode. Yes, I mean so. yes. We're trying to. This is the second one that we've done. Yeah. So it's everything's new. And we're going to figure out the best way to do it. And it is a little uncomfortable right now. It's a little, it, it's just new. It, you know, it's, we it's have to figure out how to do it. Definitely a new thing. Definitely it's something we got to get used to. But it's called the Untitled Conversation. Because no, that's no, exactly what, what it is. Talk we, about. we get up in here and we sit down. We research a few things. But I can tell you, I have a notepad full of stuff that we haven't touched on a quarter of. So, I mean, we're trying to, we're just opening up a conversation. We start out, and we, one of us gets to talking, and we branch off and just talk. To me, that is, that's what this is all about. You want to shed light on things, you've got to have opinions, and you've got to have facts from different people. You can't be a one-stop shop kind of guy or girl, woman, man, child, and cat, re- dog, whatever cat, you dog. identify as. Yes, <laughs> anything and everything. And be read one headline and not want to read that article or listen to that video or listen to podcasts. 
I mean, I, I at first I was never big on podcasts. I've just recently been on podcasts for about about a year now. I would say a couple months, really. And I know I know my co-host here. He's he, he's listened to podcasts a lot. So he this is something that we really really want to want to do, and that's why we're trying to. We don't want to release nothing that's going to be uninteresting and kind of stuff. But at the same time, we're going to have fun with it. We're going to run with it, have fun. I mean, I want I want to gain followers. I want to gain views. But you got to understand, we're not doing this for the money. I mean, that stuff comes years. Like we're talking about invested time, years. I mean, so we're doing this to just spread a little light. Spread a little positivity. Yeah, in the Murdoch case, like, if y'all, I'm telling you, y'all, this, it's very interesting stuff. And there's so much information out there. And, uh, also, if you do want to listen to more about the Murdoch trial and family and just everything to do with the Murdochs, watch the, uh, Murdoch crime Sorry, Murdoch Murder Podcast. That's okay, it, just about Murdoch. And it's and it's also they got they got a YouTube channel again, not sponsored. Haven't gotten in contact with these people. We just want to shed light on it because they have a lot of good information. Uh, but that's on that's gonna be on YouTube, and I just found it today on Spotify. Oh, so really? you can't you can listen to that on Spotify. They have great the same podcast. episodes, in it, but it, it is great a great podcast. podcast. The the lady who does that and talks during it. Uh, they have several people. They they interview people. They are very very good. I mean, the, we 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 watch podcasts that we want to be like sometimes. She's a real journalist. Though. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's a real investigative journalist. Yeah. We're just two guys from the south that wanted to do a podcast, and you know, found out that the easiest way for us to do one and the best way that we feel is just to have a conversation and see where it leads. I mean, we may start off Murdoch and end with Japan winning the World Baseball Classic. I mean, so we're just trying to we're gonna have fun with it, and I hope I hope we gain followers and viewers with it, and I hope we we we're gonna ultimately have fun and just dive dive into anything and everything. So I think it's gonna be I think we're gonna have a good time. I know, I know we filmed one yesterday that we may never post, but I'm telling you, it, it was fun. We did it in the back of a work van, sweating our balls off. But I, let me tell you, at a chalk point, it, it was it was it was fun. Yeah, it was very. We enjoyed it a lot. I mean, even today, this is really for us, not even for y'all. Yeah, Just that, that, that's, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's a way for us to get things off our chest. But please listen, like, and subscribe. Please. Yeah, please listen, subscribe, do whatever y'all got to do. Hit the follow button, whatever site we decide to post to. We'll eventually have Instagram and all that where y'all can follow us to kind of keep up to date when we post and everything. But that's that stuff's gonna come. We still gotta we're figure, we're ironing out all the details. But this one, this one, I feel like we did a good job with. So I think we're gonna post this one, and I hope it reaches a lot of people. I know that takes time, but we're gonna post it on several different things. And uh, if we post it on YouTube, the other stuff we posted in will be linked in the description. Or at least told in the description. That way we can give y'all an idea of where to where to find us at. Because I hope this reaches people. I hope y'all uh, find it as interesting as we do. Because this is not all we're going to touch. The Murdoch is just the icing on the cake. It's just a one piece. It's not the full cake. And we're, we're trying to we're trying to get into anything and everything. So by all means, if it reaches you, 
you find us interesting, give us some feedback. Because it's always wanted. Negative or positive. Call us dumbasses. Like you said yesterday, it won't be the fucking first time. And it nah. won't be the last. So it's not that big of a deal. But negative feedback goes a long way. Sometimes I thought that was my name growing up. Yeah, that, that, that's, I thought that was my middle name. That's actually pretty sad. That's actually that's actually pretty sad that you thought your middle name was dumbass. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 people used to ask me, "What's your name?" Dumbass. That, that's a that's a. Then they would just turn around and walk away. Hey, and then bro, I would hear later on that they call me a dumbass. That that that. It's probably because it might be true. I want to say I'm a dumbass. I have dumbass tendencies. We all do. I mean, it's it's not it's nothing uncommon. I've seen some yeah, dumbass yeah. tenses in you though. <laughs> they, 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 they they come out sometimes. Uh, I'm sure mine do too. But. All right, we well, all have a great week. Have a good one. Oh yeah. All right. Subscribe, listen, peace.